Welcome to the Abundant Health Coach, where I help you stay calm in the chaos, where I help you go from burnout to success using the exact four-step process I used to quit my day job. Ready? Let's do this. On today's episode, I'm chatting with Julianne now, who's actually interviewing me. She had me on her show, and funny thing, I was thinking, desiring, manifesting that I would love to be on other people's podcasts, and who messaged me was Julianne now. So this was the first podcast I've ever been on. It's an interview, and if you would love to go to Julianne's podcast, check out the link in the show notes. And today we talk about how hustling is not cool anymore. Julianne and I met in yoga training and we've stayed connected over the years. We love to chat about how to stay aligned and really live our best lives. So listen up if you want to hear how hustling is not cool anymore as we chat about money, men, manifestation, and how to work smarter, not harder. Ready? Let's do this. First ever recording a podcast with someone not sitting right next to me and I did my first ever Instagram live with you so you're congratulations you're my person and I'm like let's do this oh the internet and technology is amazing so here we are we are both in the maritimes but we are in different provinces so wonderful that we can chat so wonderful um so i have so many things i want to ask you and talk with you about because you just offer so many things and you're so vibrant Uh, my first question that i kind of thought we'd start with is just sharing your journey from i know you've shared before on your website and on instagram with those that already know you, but just sharing your journey from how you went from this worn out nutritionist driving around everywhere, not really getting compensated for the amount of time that you're putting out, you're getting burnout, to now you're thriving, you're abundant, you're an entrepreneur. Just kind of explaining that journey from then to now, the changes you've made and why. Yeah, absolutely. And um, for those of you listening, sharing your story is one of the best ways we can connect with our audience. And it really allows us to connect at that human level and allows whoever's listening to identify with the character and, and emotion. So I love sharing my story and I love helping people um, really find their own voice and their own gifts um, because then selling or marketing doesn't become awkward and creepy. It's just sharing your authentic voice. So absolutely, I would love to share a little bit about mine. So I trained as a dietitian and uh, met Julianne in yoga training um, and I also did my reflexology. So as a health coach, we're often wanting to get more credentials because we're not making the money we want. We don't have the life we want. So we think more. And I have this funny video and story that I always share of, are you a health coach wearing one too many hats? Because that's exactly where I was and where a lot of people are is we're running our business, but we're also working a salary position. And that's exactly where I was at. Um, I was a food rep. And as Julianne mentioned, driving around pretty much chicken with my head cut off. Um, not to mention a way to describe it. Yeah. And I was burnt out. My adrenals were shot. And can you imagine not only trying to do way too many things, but doing way too many things when you don't have the energy to give, I was operating at about 60% with adrenal fatigue and just not knowing how to manage my energy at the time. So yeah, it just long story short, I was wearing, let's say 10 hats. I was working in a medical clinic as a dietitian. I was working as a food rep. I was working in a health food store. I was doing yoga classes. I was a nutrition educator for corporate wellness. Like one of those jobs would have been enough. So I was the yes. yes girl. I know a lot of you guys are the yes people because that's what society breeds us to do as well as we put that pressure on ourselves as women in business, entrepreneurs, high achievers. So envision that, or I know you're experiencing it because a lot of people mm-hmm. 
do that. We do way too many things and say yes to too many things. So it wasn't until I became super clear and started to write everything out and figure out where my energy was going and decide, consciously decide what I wanted to let go of. And as high achievers, we have to let go of good things. It's not so obvious because we're living a good life. It's not like our life is terrible all of the time. We don't always have to go into the dumps to make leaps. And often as high achievers, we're living a good life. So it's hard to identify what to say yes to, what to say no to. And that's what I had to do. I was working a salary position and in an amazing field. I would say it was nine and a half out of 10. I really could have stayed in that and been decently happy for the rest of my life. But as some of you guys know, that's not acceptable. We want 10 out of 10. We want 11 out of 10. So um, that's what I did is I actually let go of some really amazing opportunities and sacrifice things financially so that I could rebuild myself and dig out of burnout because there's nothing more important than feeling amazing and feeling aligned. And I just wasn't able to do that with all of the things on my plate. So yeah, I definitely, um, took that energy and, and re-identified what I wanted, what success meant to me. And it meant letting go of a lot of limiting beliefs. So today, um, I no longer have 10 million jobs. I have my business as I have a coaching business as well as an automated nutrition business. And then I work two days a week at a health food store. That's it. So yeah, so I really pared back. And it's funny, when I was burnt out, I I decided to keep a, a minimum wage job at a health food store a few days a month and let go of my, my salary position, which was really good money. um, Because it was able to um, keep me in alignment. So you know, we're no longer making decisions from is it good money, but is it in alignment with my, my path and my true vision. So it's interesting. And yeah, way different um, situation day to day. So that would be a little bit of how kind of what happened to me from burnout to as we're identifying success, maybe it's not, um, it's not always financial decisions. It's making decisions from a place of, is this in alignment with my true vision and how I want to feel in my body each and every day? When you were talking about overachieving, like I feel like myself and so many others can relate to that feeling or even just that title where do you feel that wanting to be an overachiever or just being one and not even realizing that you're being one where do you feel that came from for you and maybe for other people like why do you think that that happens a couple reasons so naturally we want to get stuff done and as women in business we have more of that masculine energy and um that's you know, that drive, that, that vision, want to get stuff done, as well as it's things we were taught as children from society, from our parents of being independent, being successful, being independent means you're successful or getting stuff done means you're successful. And my whole um, vision is to help people work smarter, not harder, because working 14 hour days is not cool anymore. And I'm quite proud of actually the industry and social media of getting that message across because five years ago, it still was cool to work your butt off and run yourself into the ground. But today we're looking at it from a different lens and we really are believing and seeing all of these leaders come up and say, no, no, meditation's most important. Working smarter is more important. And yes, you need the money and you need to be successful and have the processes so that you can live your life. But it's not even cool to go to the office for 14 hours. So that's what's really neat is, is it's, it's changing. But yeah, for me, it was definitely um, just beliefs that were ingrained into my head that I had to let go of limiting beliefs, as well as um, that masculine energy as a woman in business who um, success has always been a top priority for me. I'm over here smiling with my hand on my heart because you're so right. Like, it's not even cool anymore to do that. Like, if we hear someone doing that, we're like, we want to help you. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> We're like, you don't have to be doing this. Why are you doing this? It's not cool anymore. Like your heart is slowly dying and your physical <laughs> being is responding to the slow death. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, when you were also sharing your story, when you said that you were taking a financial sacrifice, which I feel like a lot of people who will listen to this podcast, anytime you go through a transition or really are making those changes in a transition to evolve, to do more what you want to be doing. And sometimes there is that sacrifice or that, I don't want to use the word struggle, but at the beginning of just, I went from this to this, there's always kind of that space where you're unsure of like how much you're going to make or what it's going to look like, or how do you get from point A to B? How much, if you don't mind sharing, of a financial sacrifice was there for a while? Just so this is like a real example, because a lot of people just share their story and they're like, I went from a dollar to a millionaire. And it's like, well, what was it like when you only had a dollar? Like, yeah, so maybe just like sharing that financial sacrifice part of the story that, yes, it's okay. There is going to be this period of time that you technically may have less, but like that's just kind of a part of the story or a space in the road of the journey. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just adding up in my head because like I said, I had multiple revenue streams at the time Yeah. Um, and it was roughly consistently five grand a month or a little bit more that I was making. Um, so I, we could do the math, but that's just for, yeah. So five grand a month was what I consistently was making between my salary position, paychecks, consistent paychecks every two weeks, my business, as well as, like I said, like trickle, tiny little extra income here and there from, from all the other random things I did. So let's say five, definitely five grand, six grand per month consistently to, there was no consistency. So it really was, <laughs> yeah. um, that was my goal was to replace that. And I actually didn't quit, um, I quit my salary position and then I still had other income streams just to relieve that financial stress. So I didn't quit everything until I had replaced that with $5,000 from my business. Um, so that's what I did. So basically went from five grand, six grand a month to, well, I, there's nothing consistent. There's no paycheck and it's up to me to make this. So I did have a plan in action. I worked with a business coach to replace that. I had put aside some savings um, just to relieve that that pressure, but yeah, that's what I went from was consistently five grand a month to the unknown. Wow. So, what does your business look like now? Like, what kind of entrepreneur steps have you taken to get to where you are now? Have you used a mentor along the way? How did you decide what you wanted your businesses to look like? What offerings you wanted to choose? I'm just going to explain that and just where you are now, exactly what programs you're offering for anyone that doesn't already follow you. So that way they can kind of get a good idea of maybe they can connect with something you're offering and they know where to go to. Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest thing I did when I did that uh, transformation was scaled everything back because often as health coaches, we try to help everyone. And in return, we mm -hmm. help no one. So that is really um, what I teach my coaches today. And what, when I look back as to how was I successful, how did I really go from burnout to success and take my business full time within 90 days? That was the key piece is I scaled everything back and I became the expert in one area and we call that niching down. So um, really quick, the easiest way to explain what I do, how I can help you and what you can get started with today um, is I took everything that I did with my business coach and how I was successful and just broke it down into four steps because we as business owners and manifestors, we like kind of being visionaries, but it's really comfortable to have a process, a backbone, and that would be my unfair advantage or my unique gifts. I really marry the two, the woo-woo world, the manifestation, the meditation, the visualization with an actual plan and systems and a process. And um, feedback from my coaches is that, you know, they know, they, the unknown is scary. And as a business owner, you're going to have that, that unknown. So if I can offer that process to you, it's that much more calming because a lot of owning a business and being successful is staying aligned and staying calm. So 
that would be um, the easiest way to explain it. So really quick, the four steps um, that I offer. Step one, before moving forward in your business, we have to get clear. And this is just simple. You can grab a piece of paper, do a brain dump. So all this means is it's getting that craziness out of your head and onto paper. So if you are in pulled in a million directions, it's just getting it onto paper. And then the next step is to actually evaluate it and give it an energetic number so that you can consciously choose what you want to let go of and what you want what you want to keep. Because if you are full to the top and you try to add one more thing, you're just going to get burnt. So that's what the first step is about. And there's no you can't move forward and add more things into your business unless you do that. You will just spill over and burn out. So it really is about letting things go. And as I mentioned before, it's that high achiever that, you know, we're already often in a good situation. So it is letting go of good things. It's not always so obvious um, what we want to say no to, but you really have to if you want to move forward into this next big leap in your business. Um, So that's just step one (laughs) of the process. Um, And then really quick, I'm not going to go into crazy detail. I have a full training on this. If you want it, we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, But really quick, step one, clear the clutter. Step two, niche down. You have to, as a health coach, be an expert. Once you have more authority, you can teach, you can sell a water bottle online and people will buy. But when you're starting out, know exactly who you are and who you help and solve a specific problem. That's step two. Step three is this money talk we always talk about. As health coaches, we're not always... um, we're not always trained how to run a business or to be comfortable with money. So that's step three is creating a solid financial action plan and um, really working backwards of what your desire is, not what's left over for after bills, but what your desire is on a monthly um, basis and working your way backwards to create that within your offerings. And then step four is to actually share your value. Like we were talking about sharing your story because nobody likes to sell Um, especially health coaches, we're not huge salespeople and marketers. So if we can do it authentically by sharing our story in a condensed form, so a two week launch, this just brings your energy in. You're not constantly selling on social media. You are selling um, for two weeks. And my ratio is 90% value, 10% sell. Um, So you can start today. If you don't know what you're selling, what your niche is, no problem. Start sharing your gifts People will watch your channel if you are A, entertaining or B, educating. If you can do both, then you are on the money and just start sharing your value. And um, that action step will actually help you to clarify your niche and start to get to know what your people actually want. So those are the four steps and you can get started today for free just by doing that energy dump um, as well. I've got an amazing workbook. It's how to sell online. It's in my Instagram link. You can grab that as well. So cool. Mm. I love that niching down because that's so something that I even find for myself. I'm like, I have all these offerings and all these ideas, and I've always found that you were so good at helping me with that. Just getting clear about actually what it is that I want to offer, what the outcome is, and not getting caught up in wanting to offer so many things and then not even knowing where to start. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You were not alone, my friend. <laughs> yes, because that's usually what ends up happening. Um, mm-hmm. For anyone that doesn't, like, like I said, already follow you, what are some things that they can expect from your brand? Like you have Nourish, then you also have this Coach to Coaches. So maybe just like defining the two, the names of them, where they can find you on Facebook. I think you might have a free group on Facebook just some places that they can find you easily. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my main um, channel would be Instagram. I love Instagram. That's where people are hanging out. So you can look me up. I love Instagram too. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's so wonderful for connecting. I had a client sign up from Guatemala that just went, found me on Instagram and liked my message and signed up. So it's very powerful. And I'm in Canada. Um, but yeah, just my name, Stephanie McWilliams. You can find me on Instagram, um, as well. Yeah. I have a free Facebook group and, um, it's called work smarter, not harder. And for me, it's about value coming to my channels is about you getting something. And for 
it's for health coaches, for business owners that are burnt out, maybe you have adrenal fatigue, you are scattered and you're looking for that clarity, that support, that advice to really go from burnout to success. And that's what I offer on my channels by sharing my own story, by sharing really tangible things that you can do within your business. So um, I love teaching health coaches how to work smarter. So automating your business, that's one of the things that I offer, as well as really becoming clear on who you are and who you help. And um, my nutrition business is fully automated. And that's actually how my coaching business started is I became successful within the nutrition industry. And my um, counterparts, my the dietitians I went to school with, they kept asking, how did you do it? What did you do? How did you do it, Steph? And I, you know, at, at first, my original reaction was, you know, I don't have time for this, Google it. And then I, after about 10 smacks in the face from the universe, I said, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be teaching. So I created a whole business on how to teach health coaches how to run their business successfully online. And of course, go from burnout to success, because I see it way too often, you know, we're overqualified, underpaid, working at a pub or, you know, a salary position while our business stays as a side hustle, and we're drained. So absolutely, that's, um, that's what I do now fully, my nutrition business is automated, and I am 100 a million percent into helping health coaches go from burnout to success. Awesome. Uh, what is your definition of success and has how has that changed from say even two years ago what your definition might have been then to what it is now? Mm, absolutely. So for me success just means living in alignment and feeling good and of course having the financial means to do these things that light you up and fill your heart up. So for me Success means having that your systems and processes set up so that you can fully relax into your life. Because as a business owner, I've been there, I've been stressed out, I haven't been able to turn my brain off. And that's not why we go into business is to be stressed out and working 14 hour days, we go into business so that we can have the freedom that we want. So that time freedom, that financial freedom, that um, ability to fully rest and not um, to fully rest and be aligned with your mind and your body. And for me, it's going away to Vipassana meditations and my business is running and I'm not worried about it. And I know everything is taken care of so that I can fully recharge my body. So for me, that's what success is. And I remember it was my, I've done five Vipassana meditations and it was on my third meditation that I went with my brother and my mom. And at the end of it, my brother was always kind of you know, one of my biggest supporters. And if I ever needed money or anything, he was there. So at the end of the meditation, he said, I have like a little bit of extra money if you need it, you know, for investments, that sort of thing. And I looked at him and I said, let me check my bank account. And I had made money while I was in this 10 day meditation through my nutrition business, because I had automated everything and I had passive leveraged residual income streams. And I looked at him, I said, you know what, bro, I'm good. Like I, I figured it out. And he said, sweet, I'll, you know, I can use this money to help somebody else. And um, that's when I finally figured it out because I was in that meditation and everything was taken care of. And I came out with more money in my bank account than I went in. Um, so for me, that is really what, what was different um, because in the past I wasn't able to turn it off. I was, I didn't have automations and leverage systems. I was the business and if I wasn't there, it wasn't running. So yeah, does that answer? I feel like you can be like a money coach or something too. I definitely love money and I'm very comfortable speaking of it. And that's something that I'm very passionate about helping women be comfortable with and, and helping them change their beliefs around money and really being comfortable with cash flow and investment and that, you know, changing our mindset, because it is, it is a mindset thing in those affirmations, um, and really switching our, what we're thinking about money around and how we're handling it and being okay with receiving and saying thank you, instead of feeling like we have to then give back to that person who maybe bought us a coffee. Um, yeah, I love money. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I love money. <laughs> Oh, like me too, <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> um, for anyone like new to the online business world or just doing business differently, 
I know when I first started, I was like, what does automated mean? What does leverage mean? What does residual mean? Like I was like looking, like literally Googling words to see what these mean because like we go to school and you're basically, I think James Wedmore had this in his podcast about how you go to school and they aren't teaching you to be an entrepreneur. Like they're teaching you how to be an employee. That's right. So all these words, I had no idea what they were because like we aren't taught them and the business world world is so different. So maybe just, can you just add your own definition to what automated is, what leverage is, what those words now mean to you? Because we can read them somewhere and be like, okay, that kind of makes sense. But then you almost want like someone to just tell you it in English, kind of like a lawyer talk. You're like, well, can you just tell me that in English? <laughs> so if you could just explain what those words mean. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's this thing that I like to refer to as the leverage crisis. So this is, you know, the, you and I as yoga teachers, you know, me as a dietitian in the past, or these are, you know, doctors, personal trainers, anybody who's trading their time for money in the traditional sense of you go and you teach a yoga class and you make money. Um, or as a dietitian, I go into a clinic and I make X amount per hour. And this is a bit of a crisis because there's this thing called the internet and Google and people are Googling their answers. They don't necessarily need to come to our yoga class or come to the doctor's office or the nutritionist's office anymore. So instead of getting pissed off about this, let's use it to our advantage. And I will share with you guys as naturopaths, as dietitians, if you are in a clinic, um, you people are getting their information online. And it's not just by Google, it's they're having access to actual professionals. So instead of being pissed off about it, let's work with it. So what I mean by this, um, you know, all these words that we were talking about, so leverage just means you're no longer trading your time for money. Um, and you're creating things. So passive means you've done the work once and then you continually get paid. So this could be a book. Yes, it's going to be a lot of work in the beginning, but then it's, you know, royalties. This is online programming products. It means it's, it's passive. You no longer have to do the work and um, it is, it is work in the beginning, but then it really pays off. Whereas linear, you know, you're getting paid more on day one, but it's, there's not that much movement to go up with it. You could get a promotion, that sort of thing. But for the most part, it's um, time for money. Whereas these other income streams, you start off maybe not making as much, but then it just goes up and up and up and up and up. Um, so residual means you, it's similar to passive, but it's, can, it, it's repetitive. So like someone passive, someone isn't going to just go buy your book and then buy your book and then buy your book and buy your book. Whereas residual would be say as in the nutrition world, I sell an omega-3 supplement once and get them on a monthly plan. That's residual. They're going to be constantly um, wanting that supplement every month. It's, it's um, usable. So then I'm getting commission every single month from, the, from that. And I don't have to sell to them again. Um, and then what else, what other words do we throw out there? Uh, I think it's just the yeah, like automated leverage residual just all those yeah so automated ones. again is like passive it's you know you've it's automated you don't I can go into a Vipassana meditation and my program runs itself um, so there's different ways to do that but it's basically taking yourself out of the equation so that you're not trading your time for money I love that. That so all fits with your motto of working smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. uh, on a side note, I wanted to talk about Frankie because he's so sweet and I love your pictures of your dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know how much you love him. So I just wanted to also like give the space so you could share how he came into your life. And then maybe we can go into talking about manifesting because you also really got me into Abraham Hicks, Esther and Jerry. I always knew about their work. I've read lots of spirituality and manifesting books and, but really actually went and bought Ask and It Is Given because you had gone to the workshop with Abraham to hear them him being channeled and just really sharing how 
you're combining action with manifesting. So you can just like share a little bit about the sweet story of Frankie and your love for him and also talking about manifesting and how you kind of bring things into your life. Mm, absolutely. So for those of you who don't know, Frankie um, is a dog that came into my life and um, I actually split with my partner about four months ago and Frankie stayed with him. And this is the lesson actually that I want to talk about of unattachment because um, I actually only feel love and compassion towards my ex as well as the dog. And the, you know, it's been four months without him and it's okay. And, and it's all the work through the Vipassanas and the, you know, unattachment that I am totally grateful for the time I spent with Frankie. It was three years of my life. Um, Frankie's the dog. We, my ex and I were together five years and we, we rescued him and he was, you know, one of the main reasons I, I took the leap and worked from home is when we rescued him, the, there was a lot of people who wanted him. He was super cute. And um, they said, you know, we want someone to adopt him. That's going to be at home with them. And that was my final cue from the universe to, to work from home full time. And he was my little buddy and um, I loved him so much. And through this, the, the separation, um, Frankie was there with me and it was wonderful. Then like, I will for sure have another Frankie one day. Um, mm -hmm. But these four months without him, have been great too. And I'm not, um, yeah, the fact that I was able to split with just love and compassion is really, that's success to me is, is there really um, appreciating what we have in the moment and not, you know, being sad about what happened or that sort of thing. So I don't know if you knew that, Julianne, if I, my work days no longer include Frankie. Um, Scott no, I didn't know that, but I was thinking that I didn't see as many pictures of him napping. <laughs> Because sometimes you send cute pictures of him like napping or like this one for a run. So I was like, oh, well, maybe he didn't go with you. But at the same time, I still felt like asking because I was like, I know he was such like a big part of your life. But then also through this transition, I just feel like you're so much more aligned with your heart and what you want. And you've created so much more space and you're still like, going to yoga and doing all the things that you love to do so it's like only good has come out of everything absolutely and it, it you know it my last I can I had two five-year relationships and the last one that I left there was definitely wounds and I can I can honestly say that all of those wounds have healed and in this past five-year relationship that just ended both Scott and I we left with complete compassion and love and to me that's success and a lot of that I think was the Vipassana meditations because I did five of them. They're 10 day meditations and I did five of them while I was with him. So one a year and yeah, I really, in the last one that I did in, in, you know, the month before we split, I learned, I truly learned that unattachment. And now I'm dancing between like the difference between, you know, partnership and love and unattachment <laughs> because I've in the past definitely been like too independent that I don't let partners in um, so it's interesting and it's constantly learning, but for sure that attachment to a dog, which I one day will have kids and know that sort of attachment, but that intimate partner and a dog, like that's pretty, pretty intense. And for me, like, yeah, Frankie was amazing. And I appreciated like every second of every time we had together. And when I knew I was moving out, I just like loved him and appreciated him. And, you know, we had our time together and he was there for me. And then you know, it's, it's, it is, honestly, I felt no negative feelings towards that. And it's, I think, attributed to the, the Buddhism or unattachment theory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. This is also probably been like the second or third time within the last like two days that I've heard someone talk about non-attachment to something or to an outcome so I really yeah I just love that I feel like that's something that the universe wants people just to know more like what is non-attachment and happiness and how this attachment to wanting to control certain things is actually suffering and not in the flow of the feel good that we're supposed to feel yeah, absolutely. And, and it really is. It's that 
living in the moment and not getting attached to the future and not, um, you know, living in the past. And um, one of the greatest things I did learn in that five-year relationship through Vipassana, through, you know, one of my biggest teachers, which was my ex is, you know, is, is really living in the moment. And a funny example about that is I used to be the person who would like just get up after dinner and wash the dishes and kind of be angry about it and be, you know, everyone's having fun playing music, drinking, and I'm in the kitchen washing the dishes and I was pissed about it. And then through the five years, I realized through everything, you know, that's, that's not living. And I no longer do that. I, of course, I just leave them and I go enjoy what's in front of me. And then, you know, we wash them later together. So um, that's just a funny example, but um, you can transform. And I wasn't always like this. I didn't grow up like this. I was the girl with automatic, you know, go, go, go rush. I like was living 10 years in the future constantly. I was always that person who knew, you know, what my next step was. And it's, there's definitely benefits to planning out your life, but really success and, um, and aligning yourselves because that's so stressful on your body. Um, and living in the moment is, is true success. And absolutely. That's that unattachment is, um, really living in the present moment. You feel that this non-attachment living in the moment, all these things, are those your components for manifesting? Um, yeah. So for me, manifestation, all that it is, is, is basically staying in line, staying aligned and feeling good. And then of course, launching rockets of desire subconsciously, consciously, and creating your life instead of reacting to what comes along because a lot of us are we're just reacting and we're putting out fire especially as business owners and we never step step into that um and we are subconsciously launching rockets so it is this contrast and you know if you find yourself in a chaotic situation that's not a bad thing it's creating contrast to what you truly do desire and for me that's all that manifestation is 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 really staying aligned and staying in your body and and not getting wrapped up in reacting but instead just creating what you want through um aligning the mind and the body and staying grounded amazing oh grounding that's so <laughs> something that like is my lesson in life because i can so live from like my friend words it as like the heart chakra up so just like floating and thinking and wanting to connect and da 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 and then being like wow why do I feel so not in my body or so exhausted or so flustered and it's like because I'm not grounding into each moment in into my body so it's like we almost need to find that balance of the relationship of the spiritual body and the emotional body the physical body and combining them together in full force Absolutely. Yeah. And, and consistently doing it, right. It's not like we eat healthy once or go to the gym once it's consistently doing this through morning and evening routines and, and on a daily basis so that we stay grounded. And it's not this, you know, you don't have to go away to a 10 day meditation to find peace. You can do it right now in your everyday life with something as simple as stopping, putting your feet on the ground and inhaling a breath through your entire body and following that and for 20 seconds right it doesn't have to be a crazy 10-day experience um i also wanted to touch on you use these sauna supplements and of course i still have some of mine that i'm using what drew you to using their supplements i'm obsessed with supplements like i take them every single day two, three times a day, depending on which ones they are, like, I really contribute a lot of my health journey to more the holistic side, the energy side and the supplement side. So being this touch on maybe for like the average person, what are some supplements they should include each and every day? And why as a nutritionist and someone as a health coach, why you chose that brand? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So my background with nutrition, I had many uh, supplement partners, and I had an Amazon store, and I had the brands that I liked. 
Um, but it was a little bit limiting because I had to work within Canada and shipping. And I had these limitations when I had my nutrition business that I really was looking for a partner that I could ship globally. Well, I didn't have to do any of the shipping, but it, I could take my business global and it was big enough that I could support the customers as well as it, it could provide that passive and that leveraged um, residual income stream that I was looking for because I knew that that was the way of my business. Um, so business-wise, it was definitely, it, it allowed me to take my business global as well as I could provide the, um, that it took me out of the equation. I was no longer packing boxes, shipping supplements, connecting with the distributor, connecting with the supplier, having multiple brands. So it really, like I said, it took a bunch of scattered energy and just really focused it into one. And then the quality is huge. So I had a dietetics license to protect at the time. And um, within the supplement industry, quality is very important. And um, the brand that I went with is actually not in um, health food. It's in pharmaceuticals, which means it's regulated like a drug and they take things very seriously and there's zero contamination and Olympic athletes were using it. And I, I didn't have to worry about fillers or contaminations. Everything that was on the label was in the bottle. So between those two things, business-wise, quality-wise, it was a no-brainer. And for me personally, I, I tried them out on myself first before I shared them with my um, following. So I took three months, took them, and I was doing pretty good. Like I had, you know, I had been looking into my blood work for years. I had been taking really good quality supplements. So I went from like feeling good to feeling really good. And that was because I switched over from my original supplements. I stopped all the ones I was originally taking and just switched over to the new brand. And I did feel a, a difference. So um, that's why I went with them. And I took three months to do that. And just to really give it a go with my own body and, yeah, those were the three three reasons why I went with them. And um, as a health coach nutritionist, having a passive income stream is amazing. And instead of, you know, making trickle income from my Amazon store or sending them to a health food store and getting like, you know, free products from the health food store, I was making actual cash on a weekly basis. And it really streamlined my offerings. I didn't have to consistently be up on the companies and seeing if, you know, what they're what they're doing, if they sold to a bigger company how they were making their products because it was just one brand that had been around for 25 plus years that I trusted that doctors, dietitians, all sorts of professionals were using. Um, so for me, it took that energy and just really condensed it so that I could automate my nutrition business. And like I have mentioned, switch niches and passions and really help the people that need me, which um, are those health coaches that have adrenal fatigue. So yeah, so a couple to answer your questions, a couple of my favorite um, products are to actually support the adrenals and to support us in that stressful um, life that a lot of us live is, you know, our adrenals are shot. And if you, you haven't figured out meditation yet, or how to step into the rest and digest, you can use some quality supplements to do that as well as our food system isn't what it used to be. So as a dietitian, I, um, you know, I knew that our food supply wasn't giving us those vitamins and minerals that it once had in the past, or um, I have a huge passion for helping people understand minerals because our farming practices are different. And, you know, the soil is depleted, so then our food is depleted, and then our digestive tract isn't absorbing those properly. So um, once upon a time, we might have been getting that magnesium, but we aren't anymore. And, you know, we're getting migraines, we're getting uh, fibromyalgia, chronic pain, taking drugs when instead we could just take magnesium. And then one of my other huge passions within the health is helping women that were on birth control. Birth control depletes your B6. B6 is your mood regulator. So then we have uh, women on birth control and antidepressants when instead let's get you on a B complex with B6, good quality fol folate. So you really want to grab, um, um, there's a specific kind, MFHT. Um, and as well as get you on mood regulating. So that's your omega-3s, your B6, um, vitamin D, instead of going down the route of, you know, birth, I'm not saying stop your birth control, but know yeah. that birth control yeah. depletes no, I know B6. Yeah, birth control depletes B6. And then you are, you know, B6 is your mood regulator. So I mean, without getting on my soapbox, I left the nutrition world behind. There's other people that can educate on that. I just totally. um, am fully engulfed in wanting to help 
um, the health coach go from burnout to success with, you know, getting your, your body working for you and really accepting where you're at and not expecting yourself to work 14 hour days. So yeah, clearly I could talk about that all day. What does your day look like now? Like what's a day in the life of Stephanie look like now? Um, yeah, great question. So I just went through this crazy transition. Um, well, it wasn't even crazy. I moved out of the house that my ex and I had, um, you know, left the dog, which was a lot of my routine, um, moved in with a friend. And um, so what's really fun is my life didn't actually get that uprooted because of my daily routines and this grounded, consistent energy that I had within my life and my business. So um, morning and evening routines are my go-to and to relate it to a yoga class, um, you know, it's that opening and closing, no matter what happens in between, like your students are going to be happy be, and health and feel good. If you have that grounded opening and ending. So that's what I do with my day. I have a solid morning and evening routine and what we do before bed, we really, um, bask in that all night long. So it's setting your subconscious up to, for sleep. And for me, those are audios, Abraham, Louise Hay, meditation, um, as well as, of course, I have my supplement routine as well, magnesium, that sort of thing. And then in the morning, same thing. We can't expect ourselves just to be this like high vibe every morning. So it's like we can look at ourselves like a power plant and we build that energy up through, again, audios, music, you know, um, different supplements and food and lemon water to build that energy up and set the tone for the day. So there's, you know, between morning and evening routine, I've got client calls, I've got meetings, I've got yoga, I've got surfing, I've got all these amazing things. But really, the consistency is in that morning and evening routine. And I was just in Toronto traveling, and I kept those routines up. And, and it's definitely the, I would see it say a key piece to my success. And, and what I do every day consistently. And again, it doesn't have to be crazy 10 day meditations or big, huge mm -hmm. morning and evening routines. It can be super simple, like popping in an audio and listening to it. We totally need to do a whole episode on just that, I think. Count me in. Yeah, oh my God, totally wanting you back on just to talk about that importance of the grounding and the rituals. I think that's something that's really important that people aren't doing so I totally want to have you on again for that and like so many other topics because I love talking to you and it always goes so fast let's just have our own show yes exactly <laughs> uh, before we go maybe you can just share like what program you're running right now what offerings you have right now for anyone after they hear this that may feel called to join you for an offering yeah, absolutely. So I'm actually just at the beginning of a launch, a 12 day launch to sell out of my 90 day escape plan. So for health coaches that want to quit their day job that are burnt out, they're ready to take their business full time. I do this every quarter and I'm taking 10 coaches on for October 1st so that you can quit your job by January 2019. And I walk you through the exact four step process I did to quit my day job. And as I mentioned, give you that solid backbone um, four-step process but we also weave in the manifestation the visualization if you're there um, definitely if you're listening to Julianne's podcast I say you are you are in the woo-woo game um, so it's Whoa, totally <laughs> yeah it's 90 days of structure and solid plan and automating your business walking through the four steps we mentioned clearing that clutter niching down creating a financial action plan and then actually launching your signature program but also weaving in the manifestation and the woo-woo side of things because uh, we all love that. So that's what I've got going on. Come follow me on Instagram. That's uh, my favorite platform for sure. Uh, Stephanie McWilliams, you can, you can search that and we'll, we'll hook it up in the show notes. Perfect. Anything else you'd like to share? Any words of wisdom, tips, info, anything you'd like to share? Yeah, I would say that um, definitely it's this, you know, when we're looking at people comparing, being, you know, kicking ourselves while we're down, that's, that's definitely the 
the route that a lot of us go. So especially with Instagram, especially with podcasts, with worrying, um, our automatic negative thoughts, know that that's normal. That's human behavior is to keep ourselves protected and safe and small in our comfort zone. So again, like, don't feel like it's a bad thing. You're actually just a human and (laughs) that's what we automatically do. And, um, so just recognizing that and then flipping those around and before you know it your automatic negative thoughts actually just become positive and it took me i'm 30 years old and till i was 28 i consciously had to flip them and then the last couple of years i've just been automatically thinking amazing things because of the years of programming but um you can consciously change that if you are naturally a um, automatically thinking the worst or a worrier, you can consciously change that from reprogramming through audios and affirmations. And one of my favorite affirmations business-wise, it's called 77 Business Affirmations by James Wedmore. And when I quit my job, I listened to that every day for six months. Um, so wow, that's, that is yeah. so cool. I want to know those. <laughs> like I want to start doing those every day now. Yeah. So that's, if you Google 77 business affirmations, it's an audio that James Wedmore put out and it's literally affirmations to confirm that you can run a business and that, you know, all of the things that you're worried about, he just reprograms your brain. And I think it's a 30 minute audio. I just pop that in every day for six months. And then all of a sudden um, my thoughts were a little different. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and speaking with me today. Thanks for having me. Of course, I'll talk to you again soon. And what are you doing the rest of the day? Today, I actually am, I'm in launch mode. So um, part of my launches are actually getting on other people's platforms and spreading the message. So thank you for that. Um, And of course, every day I do yoga. So I'll go to a yoga class and hang out. Feeling good is the work when I'm in my launch. So as long as I have everything Mm -hmm. set up, um, one of my other buddies that we went to Abraham Hicks together. So we're going to meet up and just vibe high and, and um, I'll probably go to the ocean. That's, that's also on the list for today. And um, that's the work is to feel good and, and make sure that I'm spreading my message throughout this launch, Um, getting on other people's platforms, which we just did today. My work is done. (laughs) Um, And of course, answering questions and communicating with, with people coming in and, um, through my sales funnel. Amazing. Just feeling good. That's really what our intention for every day should be. Agree. Thanks for listening. I'm Steph and I help you go from burnout to success using the exact four-step process I use to quit my day job. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, and comment below. Give us your feedback. If you haven't done so already, come on over to our free community group, Work Smarter, Not Harder, on Facebook. We'll see you on the next episode.